calling cancerians so today we'll talk a little bit about cancerian ascendants and what they are all about yeah so let's go first to the basics cancer i denote as flowing water like the river imagine like the river get the energy of cancer is a flowing river constantly moving governed by the moon moon is the lord of cancer right so what does it mean first the esoteric aspects building the foundations of life through the warmth of nurturing love the motherly energy the mother keynote for the soul i build a lighted house and therein dwell so it's all about the home right there it's the motherly energy which nurtures protects it's the home front soul ray will be the third the will to manipulate and adapt the mother's instinct mothers know very well how to manipulate and adapt to circumstances second soul ray they have two soul rays seventh the will to build and express practical mystic the foundation the soul mantra being the third which is purpose itself am i it's a very purpose it's a, it's a very introverted sign purpose itself am i itself kind of tells you about it the seventh the highest and the lowest meet now this highest and the lowest the seventh ray the last ray soul ray is about reinitiating or beginning new beginnings of uh, things there's another thing symbolized by the cancer the flowing water everything is constantly shifting and changing the vedic aspects would be sattva sattva is pure concept to put it very simply the sattvic energy is a pure conceptual energy it's a very highest form of vibration this is only sattvic sign which belongs to the female so this is the highest form of the female attainment the highest divinity that a woman can attain would be according to the vedic aspects for a female would be cancer or the mother energy sign lord is of course the moon and because moon waxes and wanes a lot it's a constantly shifting energy that's why it's the flowing water exaltation is jupiter why because jupiter is a teacher and who is the teacher first teacher in your life your mother she teaches you right from the time you are a baby now she, she teaches you how to speak she teaches you language she teaches you manners she you know everything begins the first teacher is the mother so jupiter is exalted as in it gains strength in this sign debilitation would be mars why because you don't require drive or aggression for a nurturing they are counteracting aspects you can't bring the mars at home mars is a soldier who wants to go and fight in the battlefield take or build stuff in the external world at home you need nurturing you need the moon energy type is moksha moksha is in liberation well this is when you're not talking moksha is in liberation of ultimate terms moksha is the one which breaks you out of your own shell it's ironical cancer is represented by a crab which has got a strong shell protecting itself so that's in itself should show you some energies of the cancer ascendant so at the vedic aspects we have stuck the fourth in the first so the moon has come to your head 
and so the fifth has moved to second, sixth to third, and so on and so forth, up till third in twelfth house. What could this mean? We, well, first thing, we need to understand the concept of manas as told in Sanskrit. Manas is the mind. Moon governs the manas and the 27 moods of the moon, which we'll do later on. But moon is very central to Vedic astrology. It's based, it's also called lunar astrology. So once you stick the moon in the head, everything is evaluated emotionally. How does this affect the first house? Let's go house by house now. So moon in Cancer, because it's moon and it's in Cancer, it's flowing water, so emotionally constantly changing, emotionally sensitive, protective, very family oriented, changeable, movable. This is the guideline for any house which falls under cancer. It's adjustable, homebird. You want to be introverted, like the crab. You want to go internal always. Self-sacrificing emotional sensitivity drive in all areas of life. Remember we spoke about whatever is in the ascendant is in your head. And whatever is in your head, you will look at all areas of life with that approach, with that planet's approach, with that Lord. This will affect all areas of the life. In second, we have the sun, the Leo. The Leo is all about uh, legacy, father figure. So, how does it affect this one? They have a desire to keep the family legacy alive. A lot of father influences them earlier in career. Career life, legacy, desire to follow the same path as father. One classical example was Indira Gandhi, the late Prime Minister of India. Her father, she was heavily influenced by Nehru. So they have a tendency to carry on the legacy of the father. Why? Because son in Leo is in the second house, wanting to carry legacy. Son is about legacy. You may be inclined to follow. Following family lineage of career and business. Again, you can take the case of Indira Gandhi's cancer ascendant. So, wanting to follow their path. Third house of Mercury, Virgo. Now Virgo is all about calculation, calculative energy. Mercury wants to calculate things before they give. So, calculative about affection to younger siblings, from friends. Third house is of friends also, the immediate social social circle. Very controlled skill development through time. Virgo wants to take time for everything, very cautious. All Virgonian energies come to the Third house of skill development, friends, immediate social nature. Only cultivating skills that are suited to their emotional profile. Why? Because their head is stuck in moon. So they will evaluate everything which suits them. And which doesn't suit them, they will discard. Fourth house of home, it becomes Libra. So very Venetian home. They want beauty and artistic big homes. Very large size homes may have careers in interior design or real estate. This is one more thing. Why? Because the moon governs the first house. And Libra being um, all about others, they might want to do a real estate business or even interior design. They got very high Venus kind of qualities for the home front. They want big homes, a lot of mother energy influence, big homes, wide spaces, large size homes. It's not so much how big, how wealthy or how costly it is. It's more about the wide space. Decor, they want very classy decors in it because it's a sign of Libra. 
which is coming in the fourth house. The fifth house has Scorpio in it, the house of education, children, romance, love, etc. Creativity. So wherever Scorpio lands, it becomes secretive. So they are very secretive, very protective of kids. Because Scorpio lands the protection also. May come as overtly stubborn with children. Scorpio is a very stubborn sign. May have secret affairs which no one knows about. Again, because this is the house of romance. Now the sixth one, Jupiter in Sag. So Sagittarius and governed by Jupiter has come into the house of daily work, enemies, surgeries, etc. So they will profit from their enemies at work because Jupiter always expands whatever it touches. So and in a positive way. So if it, Jupiter lands in the house of sixth, it will reduce the number of enemies. It will make it profitable for them. Always trying to win over enemies with philosophical approach. Why? Jupiter is a philosophical guy. So they have less enemies who will resist their nature. In seventh, we have Cap, Capricorn, ruled by Saturn. Saturn energy is dry, cold, more about work, restrictive. So their marriage might be getting delayed as a result of Saturn appearing there. And it's better for these people to marry post-33, post-36, when Saturn matures. Otherwise they might keep getting divorced and things like that. It might affect the spouse, maybe elder in age, someone more disciplined and controlled. So this is this is the beauty of this system because it, they say opposite, opposites attract in relationships. This one being very emotional, they are looking for someone disciplined and controlled, Saturnian. But they have a business-like approach. Saturn is dry, cold. It doesn't have emotional content in it. So they have very business-like marriage. They want only security and stability in the person. It's not a very fulfilled married life with a Saturnian spouse. It's a very serious type, unemotional. May not provide emotional nurturing they look for. Remember, we have cancer in the ascendant. So they look for emotional support, which they might not get because of this guy hanging around here. Next one again is Aquarius ruled by Saturn, but it's in the eighth house, so it's in occult and hidden. Now this eighth house is also responsible for death, longevity, uh, etc. So Saturn being here gives them a longevity of life, very controlled, disciplined communication with in-laws. They will be very formal in their communications. A little maverick too, because Aquarius is a little maverick. <clears throat> you can have steady success. Uh, but can be deeply into occult, unorthodox. Now, Saturn is, you got to know, Saturn is a shadow planet. So it's interested in the shadows, interested in something deep, buried as such. So it does well in this, provided they want to go into occult, because even Cancer Moon gives them that ability. So they may have access into tapping into lower dimensions of existence. You know, like uh, being a medium, for example, being a psychic, they can make very good psychics. Removal of dark energy, healing of body, bones, especially being Saturn, bones and cartilage and all that. They make very good healers, chiropractors, if interested in healing as a profession. So there's a possibility there, of course, the charts have to be examined.
ninth house has Jupiter in Pisces. So religion high knowledge becomes very flexible. Pisces is a very broad-minded individual energy. So it becomes flexible, open-minded, philosophical, adaptable to change in views, careless in tradition, may ignore religion entirely because this is not very traditional. This is another aspect of Jupiter. Inside it becomes traditional, in Pisces it becomes open-minded, dreamy. More spiritual than religious, very deeply intuitive. Again, this again can make the 8th house very powerful. Look at what I said. They can tap into lower dimensions of existence. 10th place is Mars, which is very aggressive, aggressive soldier in an area of work, career, success. So they are very driven people. And because the moon in, is in, stuck in the head, moon is good for medical fields, healing, they can make very good surgeons. Why? Because surgeons cut. Surgeons want to cut anything open and for the sake of healing. So moon in the ascendant and Mars in 10th can make very good people in medical industry, specifically surgeons. They can also make very good in entertainment and political industry. They are very aggressive in their career, defend their lineage. Remember, the sun is in the second house. Career business want leadership, want the best of cars. Mars, driver of cars, want the best of cars. Very career-oriented people, all drive focused on this, on the 10th house. The eleventh one has Venus in Taurus. Now Taurus is a fixed sign. So they will have social networking for gains. Why? Because Taurus looks for gains everywhere. Material gains. They might have a lot more female friends than male because Taurus is a female sign. Wealth changes ups and downs. Moons will bring that about. Social networks ups and downs in the beginning. At least in the beginning part of life. But later it stabilizes. The twelfth house of spirituality, renunciation, losses, foreign travels has Gemini in it. Gemini by itself is a prince, a young prince. Think of Mercury as a young prince. You know, he's always horny, he's always sexually very high and um, also wants to, goes around wanting to get best of things in life very quickly. And they have high ambition also. So high sexual drive, playboy attitude. Their spirituality is only what can be reasoned and understood. Why? Well, Mercury only understands reason and logic. It doesn't understand intuition. So they are flexible in understanding in everything. Again, the mental faculty. And they have the spiritual senses of occult is what can be used and implemented. The prince only wants to do something which can be used and implemented for his little ego. Okay. Because this is my understanding of the general aspects of um, the Cancer Ascendant. But of course you got to see where your planets are specifically in your chart. So that check out uh, my Facebook page Progressive Guidance and message me there if you need a consult. So that is all for you today, my beautiful Cancerians.